You're listening to the Q's Podcast, episode 28. Hello, everybody. Thanks for taking Q's on the go. For those who are joining the show for the first time, welcome to the Q's Podcast. This is a show where we talk to credit union industry leaders and cross-industry experts for a wide range of perspectives on trends and topics relevant to you. I'm your host, James Lenz, Q's Professional Development Manager. We would love to hear from you. Tell us where you're listening from, what you'd like to do while you're listening to the show. Are you out running, driving to work, or let us know what you think about the show. We want to know. Contact us at podcast at cues.org. We may even mention you in an upcoming podcast episode. Again, the email address is podcast at cues.org. In today's show, we'll explore what it takes to be more effective negotiators. A couple of weeks ago, I had the chance to have a conversation with Chris Voss, former FBI international kidnapping and hostage negotiator and current CEO of the Black Swan Group. In addition, Chris Voss, along with business writer Tal Raz, recently authored the book, Never Split the Difference, Negotiating as if Your Life Depended on It. Think about it. We spend a lot of our day negotiating something, whether it be at work, at home, just about everywhere we go, right? Imagine that everything you learned about negotiation in the past is wrong. I think you'll really enjoy listening to this interview. It'll give you a good idea of what Chris Voss has to offer as you make your way to the Q's CEO Executive Team Network event in Las Vegas, October 10th through the 12th. That's right, Chris Voss will serve as one of several speakers and educators at this annual professional development experience. Visit cues.org slash C-N-E-T to learn more. Chris Voss worked under some of the highest stress conditions one could imagine. How and what he communicated was critical to the lives of human beings. Some key takeaways from the show include, learn how Chris Voss's experiences as a high-stakes negotiator can help you become a better negotiator. How the real art of negotiation lies in mastering the intricacies of no, not yes. How simple tools such as your tone of voice, the types of questions you ask the other party, or even how you enter the conversation in the first place can really set you up for success in negotiations. And finally, how your growth in emotional intelligence is almost limitless and how incredibly important it is in negotiations. At the end of the show, we'll inform you how to receive a free gift. That's right, stay tuned. But for now, it's time to join the conversation with Chris Voss. All right, we have Chris Voss on the line. Welcome to the show, Chris. Yeah, an ab- absolute pleasure to be here. Thank you very much. Now, Chris, you have 24 years of FBI experience, and you are the former FBI lead international kidnapping negotiator. Uh, first of all, Chris, thank you very much for your service. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, you know, it was, uh, I was, it was a privilege. It was a privilege for me to do it. I was very happy to do it. Now, Chris, you are currently serving as a speaker, trainer, adjunct professor, consultant, and author. You bring great value to professionals in all different industries. Our audience is comprised of high-level credit union decision makers, such as CEOs, directors, executives, and future leaders. I think our audience will find really great value in this show today. In fact, our listeners will have the opportunity to spend time with you live on site. You'll be a featured speaker at the Q's CEO Executive Team Network event taking place this October. The event runs October 10th through the 12th at the Cosmopolitan of Las Vegas. Chris, you'll be a featured speaker on the afternoon of Wednesday, October 11th, 2017. So listeners, we hope you can make it out to the event. It'll be a tremendous professional development opportunity. Now, Chris, I just want to start off a little bit by talking about your background. 
You have such a very interesting, unique background that offers a great set of assets for our listeners and, and beyond, of course. Uh, Chris, I'm looking forward to having you share your insights about your organization, the Black Swan Group, your book, Never Split the Difference, Negotiate as if Your Life Depends on It. Truly an amazing book. I'm in the middle of it right now. And then also other information. You can provide information to our listeners about your newsletter and other contact information, Twitter account and that. But before we discuss those items, could you tell us, tell our listeners a little bit about your professional background? Yeah, well, when I got into law enforcement, you know, about 8,000 years ago, <laughs> um, I was a police officer in Kansas City, Missouri Police Department. And then I became an FBI agent and I was on a SWAT team. And I also worked international terrorism, part of the Joint Terrorist Task Force in New York City. And then started hostage negotiation and ended up as the FBI's lead international kidnapping negotiator. And, you know, in the, while I was doing that, you know, communicating with people under all circumstances was, you know, I would say it's an obvious part of law enforcement. Uh, you know, law enforcement officer's primary weapon, if you will, is their voice. And it's just, you know, learning how to connect with people and all under all circumstances is something I just became fascinated with. And that's what led to the book. So what uh, then led you to focus on the area of negotiation? I mean, how did it match your, you know, your experiences, your skill set, your interest and uh, your opportunity? Well, yeah, the, uh, you know, it fell out of the sky, really. I was, I was on a SWAT team and I had a recurring knee injury and SWAT guys, in some ways, are like professional athletes. They're going to stay at it until they're too injured to continue. <laughs> and instead of completely destroying my knee, I decided to switch to another area of crisis response. And we had hostage negotiators. I didn't really know what they did, you know, but how hard could it be, right? I could talk <laughs> to people. <laughs> so, and I'm, I literally remember thinking, like, yeah, I, got, I could talk to terrorists. How hard could that be? I pick up the phone, I go around talking all day. <laughs> so, that was the mindset you know, I think back it's then. Probably <laughs> Well, it was my mindset. Yeah, you know, I, I, mindset. I just didn't know any better. It's like, like those things that um, that uh, if you do it really well, it looks easy, and then if you try to learn how to do it, it becomes much more complicated than most people realize. So, but it ended up being for me so much more rewarding than being on the SWAT team ever was. And then, as a negotiator, I got to negotiate a lot, and SWAT guys, you know. They may get a kick down a door occasionally, but most of the time the SWAT guys are, you know, standing around the perimeter while the negotiators are doing their job. So I get to do more as a negotiator than I ever would have been able to do as a SWATer. Wow, really interesting. So that's kind of how you got into it. Let's talk a little bit more about the profession, the very small slice of, of professions that are out there. At any one time, there were 10,000 FBI agents in the Bureau. But there was only one lead international kidnapping negotiator, and that was you. You negotiated hostage negotiations from New York to the Philippines and the Middle East. Your storied career with FBI brought you face-to-face -face with an astounding collection of criminals ranging from inexpert domestic bank robbers to highly sophisticated international terror networks. I mean, how many kidnappings did you work worldwide as a hostage negotiator? I, You know, between the kidnappings and, and the, you know, the... the sieges, you know, all the different types. I mean, I've, I've probably worked about 150 cases Wow. Um, overall. It's, you know, I know that's that's probably on, on the low end, but I'm satisfied the number is at least that high. So, yeah, and it was, you know, everything from kidnappers in the, uh, in the Middle East to uh, bank robbers in New Jersey. <laughs> 
So you had to be the voice of calm and negotiation in people's most worst traumatic times of their lives. People's lives depended on your skill set. Chris, would you be willing to share a story or experience with our listeners? Yeah, I'd be happy to. And it was one of the cases that made me, help me see that, you know, all negotiation is the same. You know, just the circumstances that are different. And, and actually, kidnappers are, are commodities dealers. They're businessmen. And so uh, I was working, uh, this guy gets killed, uh, not killed, he gets uh, kidnapped. And, and, of course, we end up rescuing the victim so he doesn't get killed. There's a cab driver that's kidnapping people in the Philippines. And he was the only lone kidnapper that I ever heard of, let alone dealt with. And, if, and you know, if, if I haven't heard of it, it might have happened, but it probably didn't. Because that was part of my job as the Bureau's lead was to know as much as possible about everything that had, that had happened with us in other countries. Mm-hmm. And it turns out this guy's driving a cab in the Philippines. He keeps a bottle of ether under his front seat. And if you get in the back of his cab and you look like you have money and you're careless enough to fall asleep, he's going to sprinkle that ether all over you. Wow. And you're going to wake up in his basement and change. Wow. And change. And, uh, you know, we started the negotiation. I was coaching a brother. brother was in the Philippines and I was coaching him from the U.S. before I could get my team into the country. And... I remember having a gut instinct early on because, you know, like I said, I said before, they they run it like a business, which means they have a division of labor, which means they have people that negotiate, specialize in negotiations. They almost never talk to the boss, if you will, on the phone. Just like most businesses, a good CEO has people negotiate on his behalf for a variety of reasons. And we're talking to this guy. We're communicating. And this guy is just in love with plural pronouns. We can't get... You know, an I, me, my, a singular pronoun out of this guy's mouth, no matter what. And I remember wow. at the time thinking, like, we have got the boss on the phone here. This is this is a boss's trick. If you've huh. got somebody really influential at a at the table who is the primary decision maker from the other side, that person will always say, I don't have any influence. You know, it's a, you know the rest, i got to check with other people. i got a board of directors. You know, i got all these people i got to answer to. In a business negotiation, if you've got somebody who will not take responsibility for anything, that's a smart guy on the other side of the table because he doesn't want to get pinned down. That's an influential guy. He's hiding it. And this kidnapper is doing the same thing. And I remember at the time thinking, like, we got the boss on the phone here. Uh, I'd never in a million years that I think that it was a a one-man operation. Um, And I'm coaching a brother up, and we're teaching him calibrated questions, which is a really powerful tool that we use in business, which is strategically timed and designed what and how questions. It's the art of maybe even passive aggression occasionally. It's burdening the other side and wearing them down and making them feel in control. And open-ended questions, you know, calibrated, timed, open-ended questions, which are usually a question of what or how, really gives you the upper hand and the other side doesn't feel it. And and so we we had the upper hand on this guy. And at one point in time, uh, the guy that I'm coaching, because he, he's taken the coaching, it was really good, on his own, he says to the kidnapper, uh, when we run out of money, I'm paying you incrementally, what's going to happen? Because the kidnapper wanted a lot of small payments, and I think he was trying to suck the family dry with yeah. an endless stream of small payments and and which we're trying not to pay so we're trying to put up a barrier right right 
so he says, when we, when we run out of money, what's going to happen? And there's this long silence on the other end of the line. And the kidnapper says, it, it'll be all right. And my negotiators at the time, they don't 100% know what to make of this. And they call me and they say, we had this exchange today and this is what happened. And I, and I start doing a happy dance. And I'm like, are you kidding me? He just promised he would never hurt our victim. We got him. We got him. We got him. We got him. We got him on the ropes. We now have complete control of this dynamic. And 48 hours later, we got enough information on the location that we found out where they were. The local Philippine police went in and rescued him, rescued our victim and grabbed our, our kidnapper. And that's when we found out it was a one man operation. It was a great case. Wow. And uh, the, the Philippine police, you know, they sent him to jail. To my knowledge, if you're uh, uh, a bad guy in the Philippines and there's a real good chance you're not going to survive a long incarceration because the police, police can occasionally, incarceration situations can be occasionally brutal. I, I, but uh, he went wow. to jail, and I, I think he is he has since gone on and paid paid the ultimate penalty for his for his wrongdoing. Oh, that was great. They were able to facilitate uh, from long distance strategic questioning. That's something that you bring up in the book and we can uh, talk a little bit about here. I mean, you're dealing with humans in all levels of the situation. And as a result, of course, emotion is involved. It seems, it seems to me that when dealing with the individuals who are creating these, you know, horrific actions against, against another human being and then making demands, an individual who is managing the situation with the kidnappers, you know, like you, must be very knowledgeable about how to assess, how to manage and work with a vast array of emotions and, and personalities. Hostage negotiation requires a unique set of skills. Chris, how were you able to do this? What was the tactic? I know you described a little bit here with strategic questioning, asking the how question. If you can expand on that or what are some other tactics that you use to help positively resolve the situation based on your experience? Well, and I, and I want to start with how was I able to do this? Because We've all got emotional intelligence in us. Everybody's got the ability to do this. You know, we're all born with the seeds of emotional intelligence. And emotional intelligence, unlike our IQ, you know, your emotional intelligence is pretty much limitless. So there's some really good data out there now that indicates that you can grow your uh, emotional intelligence, your EQ, up to and through your mid-80s. And that's right. only because that's kind of the limit of our, of our health right now. You know, as opposed to your IQ, like, it doesn't matter how many times you work on a Rubik's Cube or how much chess you play, your IQ is only going to get so high. It's like your height. You know, my, my son had a, uh, my son's a big boy, and one of his friends in high school said, how'd you get so, so big? And, and my son said, well, I drank a lot of milk. And, you know, this poor buddy of his, I think he guzzled milk for a month, and it didn't do him any good. <laughs> So there's you know, a limit on some things, but not em on emotional <laughs> intelligence. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, like, so if you just choose to open yourself to picking up on people's emotions, you'd be shocked at how quickly it could come to you. So you know, at the time, I didn't know that this was a buildable skill. I just figured that any skill, if you worked at it, you could, you could get good at it. And I started out on a suicide hotline which was, as you talk about a phenomenal place to learn how to listen between the lines and to get through to people quickly because 
the model always was, you know, you can only be on the phone on a hotline with somebody for no longer than 20 minutes. I used to imagine having to unravel people's emotion and emotions requiring hours, you know, because yeah. of my personal conversation. Right, right. Try to unravel somebody's emotion in your regular life. You're going you're to be there for the rest of the day. That's just because you don't know the triggers. You, you know, you don't know the shortcuts. You don't know the back doors. You teach, you get taught those. They're remarkably uh, uncomplicated. And with just practice and a willingness to learn, you pick it up really fast. And that's, uh, you know, that's really the essence of all of this is how to cr get through to people much more quickly. I had a student in one of my classes at Georgetown, actually, she went out and did a special study on applying empathy to the business world. And she came back with one conclusion, which is simply that empathy saves time. You know, our most valuable asset is, is time. You know, we've all got the same amount of time. And in order to try to save time, we often try to, we're in a hurry. We, and that puts us on a gerbil wheel. But this entire process actually is the greatest time hack on a planet. As soon as you learn some of the, the shortcuts, the back doors, the hacks, you know, whatever your term is, this stuff creates business relationships and relationships equal revenue. Relationships equal uh, success. Relationships advance businesses. And that's what this is all about, you know, understanding how to navigate this much more quickly. Really interesting. It's great to know that we can learn from that and grow in ourselves because I negotiate every day. So speaking of Absolutely this. Absolutely right. Every day. Yeah. And speaking about learning about this, you are the lead, the CEO for the Black Swan Group. Chris, could you tell our listeners about what you and your team then focuses on? Yeah, we, you know, we, we want people to negotiate better deals quicker and negotiate long-term relationships. And these hostage negotiation tools and tactics are very learnable and we put them right into business deals and people do incredible things. I got an email from a salesperson the other day, just in terms of sales, you know, that across the world, across the U.S., 50% of salespeople are going to miss their number this year. Every other salesperson is not going to make their number. She got the book and she hit her number. Plus she hit 139% of her target this year. That's the first time she'd ever done it. So you start taking these hostage negotiation techniques, you create greater, better relationships faster. So it's not just business communication challenges. You know, it's all business opportunities. We make go quicker and more effectively with, with hostage negotiation approaches. Great. I know you led to the book. Uh, we'll talk about that in just a bit. But just a quick note, one of my colleagues has a spouse who just picked up your book and implemented these very actionable items and is, was able to save their company thousands and thousands of dollars. So it really, really works. Uh, let's talk about the name, Black Swan. What does it represent? Well, a Black Swan is something unusual that has a great impact. And it's, it's innocuous. It's subtle. The title is inspired by Nicholas Nassim Taleb's book from 2007 called The Black Swan, and that, and the underlying principle was the impact of the highly improbable. And he got that idea originally because, you know, nobody thought, everybody thought all swans were white until in the 1600s they discovered black swans in Australia. You know, so it's an, it's an unusual effect yeah. that has great impact that people didn't, didn't expect. So it's hostage negotiation skills are subtle techniques that make massive differences. 
And that's what this represents, how to be a black swan. As a person, how to have an impact that other people can't do. And you do it in such a subtle way that nobody knows what you did. You know, it's stealth. It's it's invisible. It's relationship building. It's, it's effective. Wonderful. And you teach that in your book. Never split the difference. Negotiate as if your life depended on it. It's a fantastic book. Right now, I'm in the middle of it, and uh, I just can't get enough of it. It's absolutely, I think, revolutionary in terms of negotiation. Uh, it's a different kind of business book. It's a different kind uh, on the topic of negotiation. The tactics you provide in this book radically diverge from conventional negotiation strategy. The tactics you describe in the book are supported by your real-life experiences as a former FBI negotiator. I think the book will bring tremendous value to our listeners because the rich techniques described in the book are really transferable to everyday lives as a credit union professional, a mom, a dad, a husband, a wife, etc. As you said in your book, you might be excused for what hostage negotiation has to do with your life. Life is negotiation. Uh, the majority of interactions that we have at work and at our home are negotiations that boil down to the expression of simple influencing and includes almost any interaction where someone wants something from the other side, your career, your reputation, even at the fate of your kids. At some point, these things hinge on your ability to negotiate. So that gives a little bit about early part of your book here. We all spend a good part of our day negotiating. So it's a very practical book. It has tons of nuggets to help in our everyday professional and personal life. And I think it's also a book that you'll go back and reference when situations come up and how to handle it. It's really interesting and uh, dynamic and uh, comprehensive and practical. Again, what you did is work in the most horrific conditions uh, of a human life and you're trying to come to resolution. So it's like the underpinnings are fundamental core of an individual in terms of communication, feeling, and emotion, and you're able to devise strategies to work through that. And so there's a lot of your experiences are put in this book. It's just super, super practical. I can't say enough about that. But from your perspective, Chris, of course, tell us more about the book. Well, yeah, and and we tried to make this easier for people to understand how to apply hostage negotiation to their personal lives. So like everything in the book, every idea is illustrated with a hostage negotiation story, a personal negotiation story, and a business negotiation story. So that people can see how it translates to all situations. So we try to make it as easy for people, you know, get a that's right out of a terrorist, get a that's right out of your son, get a that's right out of a colleague. You know, that's right as a goal response, as opposed to yes. What's the problem with yes? And, you know, did you know as a hostage negotiator, I once had someone say, how, how did you get hostage takers to say yes? Because I bash yes as an answer. <laughs> you know, yes, yes is yes is a problem. And I said, you know, and I got to tell you something. Yes is such a worthless answer that gets you nowhere. And half the time it's a BS yes. Half the time it's a counterfeit yes. Hostage negotiators, we even try to get people to say yes because it's just useless. Yes is nothing without how. You know, we want hows. We want what's. We want people to, we want to know. You don't establish empathy with somebody by, by coercing yes out of them, by leading them into a yes trap. That, that destroys relationships. Empathy equals relationships and relationships equal money. So, yeah, we built the book to help people quickly and easily apply it to their personal challenges and not have to figure out how do I use this crazy hostage negotiation skill 
to put it in my personal life. I, I had a great co-author. Paul Roz is a freaking genius. He is a business book writer. This is not his first business book. He co-wrote other great books, and that's why I brought him in, because I needed a business writer. So it's a readable book, and you can pick it up really quickly and apply it immediately in your life. Yeah, you both partnered up terrifically. What a fantastic book. I like the parts where you describe the initiation of negotiation is trying to get your counterpart to say no, because that's the start of the negotiation process, isn't it? That's a crazy idea, isn't it? <laughs> Most people are horrified of the word no. They think they think if they hear the word no, they're going to turn to salt or something. You know, something <laughs> horrible is going to happen to them. They're going to shrink. You know, you know who knows? They, they you know they turn them into a frog. You know who knows? People are so held hostage by their fear of no. When in fact, it's one of the greatest answers you can possibly get because when somebody says no, they feel protected. Like when my son was seventeen. And he'd say, Dad, can I? And I'd say, no. But then I, after I said no, I'd say, all right, so now what did you want? And I'd hear him out. Yeah. And there'd be a significant point, portion of the time that since I said no and I feel protected, now I'm willing to listen. I'd hear him out. And if what he had to say was reasonable or if we could work something out, having protected myself by saying no, you know, I might give him what he wanted. So it's that's part of the dynamic. It's a it's a crazy counterintuitive thing. <laughs> but yes, that's that's what's so great about this book, just the practical nature of this book. I think if you have not picked up this book, never split the difference. Negotiate as if your life depended on it. I recommend it. Absolutely fantastic. Before we end here, Chris, just a, a little quick review. Can you tell us the Black Swan Group how people can reach your business? All right. So the website is. BlackSwanLTD.com, www, black like the color swan, S-W-A-N, one N like the bird, LTD like limited.com. Now, uh, the simplest way, best gateway to everything that we do, we do a negotiation uh, complimentary. That means it's free. If it's free, I had a friend who used to say, if it's free, I'll take three. <laughs> complimentary once a week. Yeah, it's a great, great idea, right? Once a week negotiation newsletter. If you text, send a text to the number 22828, that's 22828, 22828, and text the word, all one word, FBI empathy, FBI empathy, all one word. That gets you the once a week, it's a very short, digestible newsletter. It also tells people about training events that we have upcoming and other kinds of training that we have. You know, there's a great article in every newsletter that's, you know, will take you no more than five minutes to read, just a couple minutes, digestible on how to negotiate, get better this week all the time, and keep up to speed on everything we're doing. We do a lot of stuff for free. We've got some tailored training. We've got company training. You know, if you want to get better at negotiation, if you want to bring more to your life, if you want to improve your family's life by getting better at negotiation, we'll help you get there. I'm sure our listeners will take advantage of this right away. Also, you're found on Twitter. Can you give us that information? At Voss Negotiation. V-O-S-S. Like, that's my last name. Also, Voss Water, which I I have no ownership of. Someday I hope maybe I could inherit their stock. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's at Voss Negotiation is the, is the Twitter handle. 
And don't forget, listeners, about the book, Never Split the Difference, Negotiate as if your life depended on it. The book is really about getting to accept negotiation and in doing so, learning how to get what you want in a psychologically aware way. you learn to use your emotions, instincts, and insights in any encounter to connect better with others, influence them, and achieve more. It's a deep and thoughtful and mostly practical take on leading psychological theory that distills lessons from 24 years in the FBI and 10 years teaching and consulting with the best business school and corporations in the world. And it works for one simple reason. It is designed in and for the real world. It's not born in a classroom or training hall, but built from years of experience that improved it until it reached near perfection. Remember, it comes from a leader in hostage negotiation. He has to win as lives depend on it. The book is Never Split the Difference. Negotiate as if your life depended on it. Be sure to check it out. And also, listeners, don't forget, check out him. He'll be live. He'll be a featured speaker at the Q's CEO Executive Team Network event taking place this October. Again, the event runs October 10th through the 12th at the Cosmopolitan of Las Vegas. Chris will be speaking that afternoon of Wednesday, October 11th. Listeners, you'll have the opportunity to learn so much more about Chris's negotiation tactics and strategies, all based on his incredibly unique experiences as the international lead kidnapping negotiator. We are excited to have you at this event. Chris, I'm looking very much to this and uh, getting a chance to meet you in person. It should be fun. James, thank you very much. It's, it's been a great conversation. Yeah, Chris, thank you for your service uh, to serve and protect. And of course, thank you for taking time out of your day to spend time with our Q's show listeners. We have listeners from over 15 countries now, and this show can really help our credit union leaders move forward in their professional development. We thank you so much, Chris. Have a great day. My pleasure. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I want to encourage listeners out there who have not yet subscribed to the show to do this. This way you have all episodes uploaded directly to your device the second they are released. You can subscribe to the show on all major podcast directories such as iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. If this is your first episode, don't forget to listen to the other 27 episodes that are currently available to you. And we have a lot of new and exciting shows heading your way. I want to thank Chris Foss for serving as a featured guest in the show. To receive a complimentary once-a-week free negotiation newsletter, just text the word, all one word, FBI Empathy to 22828. Again, that's text 22828, the one word, FBI Empathy, for the free once-a-week negotiation newsletter. You can catch Chris Voss's extensive session at our QCEO Executive Team Network. This year, Q's is rolling out a whole new take on our CEO Executive Team Network conference, all based on your feedback. Make plans now to attend CEO Executive Team Network October 10th through the 12th at the Cosmopolitan of Las Vegas. For more talent development content from Q's, visit Q's.org. That is C-U-E-S dot O-R-G now. If you're a Q's member, you have access to invaluable membership benefits to further enhance your development. Visit Q's.org slash membership to learn more. Q's is an international credit union association. Our mission is to educate and develop credit union CEOs, directors, and future leaders. To learn how Q's can help you realize your potential, visit Q's.org today.